This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Hello and welcome back to the Sunday special episode of the You Up podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here with you, Jordana. Love the Sunday special. We love these, right? It's a shareable, bite-sized episodes. So easy to share. If you guys are liking them, share them. Put them on your Instagram story. And don't forget, we haven't asked you in a bit to rate, review, and subscribe to the show because love we love... You know, that little way of being part of the family. If you haven't subscribed to you up with benefits, um, you can check that out, too. There's another one coming out tomorrow. That's right. Three bucks a month gets you two two extra episodes a month. You get early access to episodes. Plus, you get no ads on the episodes. And tomorrow is called Should Jerry Go on the Date? Should Jerry Go on the Date? So that is a little tease. What we call in the biz a tease. So. Get signed up for You Up With Benefits. It's three bucks a month. Um, you can get it on Apple Podcasts. You can just hit that subscribe button and it gets you all the the fun stuff that I just mentioned. Or you look up You Up With Benefits on Spotify and it will come up for you and you subscribe there. So uh, just it's they're, they're definitely different than this show, the You Up With Benefits, which is I love that. Same. It's very personal. Gives me anxiety. But then when I do it, I'm, I feel like helped. And <laughs> you got our very inner, anxious inner dating workings. I actually think it's a <laughs> it's a great safe community. If you act, if you want to know a little bit, you want to go a little bit deeper. We get deep here, That's a tiny right. bit deeper. Join you up with benefits. And if you really want to get deep, you can get our new merch. Block your ex hooky, hoodie, hooky, hooky. Block <laughs> It's a block <laughs> your ex hickey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to come over and suck your neck. Uh, block your ex hoodie, IRL summer hat and tote. Not your leftovers mug. Um, go to Shop Betches. Pick up the new gear. I'm drinking from my my mug right now. Sip, sip. Love it. I'm wearing my hoodie and I'm wearing my hat. I'm all geared up. So go, 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 Shop Betches. And uh, are we ready to get into this? We have a we we have a very interesting email. Yeah. Do you want to read the email? Sure. I'll read it. Okay. How to get your significant other to use your love language? Okay. Okay. This title annoys me. I know you. Uh, I feel like you hate the love languages. It's not that I hate it. I hate how they're like. I think it's interesting. Like, oh, that's me. Oh, that's you. <laughs> <laughs> but I think right. sometimes it becomes weaponized, um, and people use it to not take any self or like they kind of like use it as a shield where it's like they just it happens with a lot of words these days if you have a buzzword then you just use it and you don't have to like even dig a little deeper you just assume do you know does that make sense i'm a little rambly right now but i'm coming i'm hovering around a point i do see what you're saying like it becomes like sort of like a weapon of like you know of a fight or like a something you just use that becomes a blanket term for describing not getting what you want it's a crutch, I guess. Mm-hmm. Crutch would be more apt to what I'm saying. It's like when someone calls a guy a fuckboy. 
Like I, I go, all right, yeah, maybe he's a fuck boy or whatever that means. But I don't even know what that means to people. Like if you say the word ghosting, ghosting has different definitions to everyone involved. Some people think ghosting right. is going on one date and never speaking to the person again. Another person thinks ghosting is fucking someone and never speaking to them again. And then we all disagree. And so now you get to just use the word ghosting as, and it's a more severe tactic to get people drawn to your side. So I believe that to be the same thing with love languages where it's like you use a smart word or a label and you call it love languages and you read a book and everyone has to go oh you know more of what you're talking about but really you were never self-reflective at all you just use the word to crutch your way through this whole thing that's fair one person's fuck boy is another person's husband yeah I, well that is <laughs> the most true thing like like yeah. is he if is like you see all those memes now or tiktok i i keep referencing tiktok and Swinging and missing <laughs> on every podcast we do, but there is a TikTok thing. It's like, is he hot or does he just or do it right? Do I like him or is he just tall? tall? Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I see that, and it's like, you know, that's just like, it, you know, are they a fuck boy or did they just not want to date you anymore you, after fucking? Right. Yeah, or do they like just want to date you. Yeah, right. are are you just not really great at relating? You know, the information of how you like sex and relationships to your personal self or were they a fuckboy? boy? Like, I don't know as we talk about on this podcast all the time. Right. Well, let's find out if, if this person is <laughs> using these love languages is in as annoying of a way as you hate. I, <laughs> I don't hate anything. I just think there's, again, it could be good and it could be bad. Everything lives in a world of nuance and context. That's why we love the podcast. Hi, Jared and Jordana. I love the podcast so much. Why? Thank you. We, Hope you like us talking shit about your title. Um, <laughs> as, a as a married woman, this question is probably slightly out of your typical wheelhouse, and it's going to be a bit long. Feel free to edit. Well, take out that sentence. Okay. But I always love your dual perspective. I met my husband on Hinge seven years ago and have been married for three years. I am now 30 and he is 35. We clicked right away and are compatible on many levels. I love and respect and admire him deeply. He's also sexy in a suit and a great lay. We honestly never had any major conflict about the key issues, i.e. how we like to spend our free time, how much time we spend together versus apart with friends, money or who spends what, he makes a lot more than I do, or even timelines for moving in together, getting married, etc. Our bigger conflicts have been related mostly to how we fight about the smaller stuff he tends to go silent not i this makes me feel very anxious bigger fight ensues overall i do believe this is truly quote unquote the match as you both say in terms of overall attraction goals compatibility etc we have been to couples therapy on in spurts to keep our relationship fine-tuned and because i'm a therapy believer and i felt it important to go before our wedding but we always tend to stop as we end up not having much to discuss on a regular basis. However, one thing comes up again and again in and out of therapy, and it's something you have discussed before, compliments and verbal affirmation, which, of course, as you may have guessed, is to say that he does actually almost nothing in the way of complimenting me or affirming me. He almost never says I love you first. He doesn't even do the you look nice. Not even if I give the layup of you look handsome first, be it for a random night out or a black tie wedding. I will give him that at our wedding first look. He said, wow, you look amazing. I know. <laughs> You're looking hot. <laughs> Do you have any? Do you have anything else? Yeah. What else do you have? 
that's a nice dress. Uh, (laughs) I know he loves me because I do usually feel it. He's done some wonderful, thoughtful gestures for me in the past for milestones, like when I finally finished my PhD and got a promotion at work. Not to mention he does write a mean birthday and anniversary card. But I do feel that I want some affirmations. I am extremely verbal and effusive, but make efforts to try to show him I love him and not tell him because that's more his speed. Clean and put away laundry, take some of th- something of his to the dry cleaners, make a favorite meal. I don't think he's ever told me I look beautiful or how lucky he feels to be with me without being prompted by me saying something similar in in your eyes is there anything i can do about this do i accept it and try to move on because everything is basically great my dad is uber affectionate is an uber affectionate dad so i never really dealt with this kind of standoff manly man thing growing up do we keep having the same fight over and over obviously not the ideal option but i guess that's a that's to say do i keep laying out my standard to him and how it makes me feel when he doesn't meet it also i feel i need to address the bigger point about standard settings i can't remember how i dealt with this in the beginning or if it came up at all this has come up more in the last few years since getting married i don't think he's changed or anything but maybe he has maybe i just didn't notice until now thank you both again for doing the lord's work always and reading this email sincerely am i the most annoying woman on this planet (laughs) i don't think she's annoying at all i I actually enjoy this email i I enjoy the reflective nature of it if you're like me and shudder at the thought of low-rise jeans and pluck thin eyebrows making a comeback you're a millennial and if you're a millennial it's time to add clarence multi-active cream to your daily routine i have to tell you i'm a huge clarence fan i've been using them for years i love 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 them they are such high quality they're like a legacy brand my skin always looks better whenever I'm using Clarins products and it's no different with the Clarins multi-active cream. You've been adulting for a while so the daily stress of just trying to keep your life together can cause stress aging. Yes, that's a thing. The good news, Europe's number one skincare line has a solution you can trust. Rooted in nature and innovated with science, Clarins has a long legacy of creating industry-first, plant-forward products. Using a skin charger complex made of 2% niacinamide and C. holly bio-extract, Clarins Multi-Active Cream has been clinically proven to target the first visible signs of aging by smoothing lines and wrinkles, refining pores, evening tone and texture, and strengthening the skin's moisture barrier. While Multi-Active Cream can't bring back the golden age of boy bands, it can de-stress your skin. Go to Clarins.com slash UUP and get Multi-Active Day and Night Cream for 10% off, a free welcome gift, plus free shipping on your first order. That's C-L-A-R-I-N-S dot com slash UUP with promo code UUP, clarins.com slash UUP with promo code UUP. You guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims, and with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations, so it's no surprise that it's the best-fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality, but with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form-fitting, and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. It has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and everybody. Shop the Skims t-shirt 
shop at skims.com, now available in sizes extra, extra small to 4X. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know I sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows. Nothing gives me naked confidence like really nailing a tough workout. There's a real sense of power that comes from pushing your body to its limits and conquering it like a champ. But a very close second, Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. It's the game-changing whole body deodorant for those who love feeling confident from head to toe. And you up listeners can now receive a special offer. New customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code and link. Use code UUP at LumiDeodorant.com. L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Making sure that I smell good is like one of my top things to feel confident. If I'm scared that I might be like having an odor, that is going to totally throw off my confidence. So I love Lumi so I can feel confident that I'm smelling fresh every day. Lumi is seriously safe to use anywhere on your body. Yes, anywhere. It's baking soda-free, paraben-free, and pH-balanced for safe use below the belt. Lumi is formulated and powered by mandelic acid to stop odor before it starts. More like a pre-odorant. It's clinically proven to block odor all day and control odor for up to 72 hours. Choose from a variety of bright scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, or toasted coconut. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like mini body wash and deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer for our listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code UUP for 15% off your first purchase at lumideodorant.com. That's code UUP at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince. Now I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I'm wearing a Quince sweater literally right now. They make the best cashmere sweaters and they're so well-priced. It's like, honestly, my dream store. I also have an amazing down comforter from them. They cut out the middleman and they really just give you these really, really high quality items that last a long time and that they're at an amazing price point. Quince has amazing items like premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash UUP for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash UUP to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash UUP. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. 
Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. I think I, I've, I would say I've had a similar issue to her in the past with Mike. I think I've talked about that on this podcast. You know, Yeah, I thought about you during this email. Yeah. Because it's something you've you said you like you want this too and you've said that to Mike, right? Totally. Yeah. And I mean I've said that early in dating and I remember talking to my therapist about that and saying, you know, very similar things to what she's saying. And what he told me and what I, I mean is true is like he's like, listen, you could go out there and you could find someone who's a lot more verbally affirm- affirmative. Mm-hmm. They're you know, who tells you you look beautiful every day, who writes you a poem about sure. how great you look, who sings you songs and sings your praises constantly. You could go out there and find that. They might not have the other qualities about him mm-hmm. that you really like. You might, you know what I mean? You might take for granted some other qualities that he has that someone who does that might not be quite as logical or as he is or quite as even keeled or something like that or be, you know, like there's negative qualities that come for every positive quality. He's like, and it's like, and he, what he would say is like, it's not up to me to tell you if, you know, how much you value that. It's like, mm-hmm. you could find someone with that. They might not have the other things they might, but it's really just a matter of like how important it is to you at the end of the day. Cause you could, you can move someone in a certain direction by asking them to do things or by telling them how much it means to you, but they're never, he's never going to be the person who writes me love poems or like, yeah, do you know what I mean? Does those things. I also, you know, I get the, the cards on my birthday and Valentine's day and those mean a lot to me and I like them. They show that he cares. And I, I talk to you about, I think I've said this before on the podcast where like sometimes what we do a thing where I'm just like, say something sweet. I literally just say like, say something nice. And then he that's, says, I, well, I think that's good advice for this woman. Like, because she is, what you're saying is nail on the head. Totally right. I agree with everything. But the, the one main point is like, you were like, ah, this is something I can deal with. This is something, right. you know, that like, it's not a it's, perfect or it's not ideal for me, but like, right. But but she's kind of saying the same thing. She's like, right. do I just deal with it or do I make a fuss? And it's like, say something sweet's like a good strategy. Yeah, I mean, it works for me. It almost like it's funny because at first I was like, if I say that, then it's going to like, I want him to like want to say it or think to say it. But sure. it actually can sometimes mean more if you're like, say something nice to me. Like I would like that. And then he says something nice and I feel good. And it, for, for me, it doesn't actually, it almost feels better because I asked for something and I got it. Yeah, I, I, I think that's like, well, it also comes down to perspective. Like I she wrote a bunch of things in her email that like if you look at them just from like the left instead of the right or the right instead of the left, if you look at them from a different angle, you go, first of all, she knows what he is. She knows he doesn't give these things. So like mm-hmm. know that none of like doesn't that like isn't the juice worth the squeeze? You know, like when he she she says he writes a mean birthday and anniversary card shouldn't doesn't that like make his anniversary birthday card worth even more like doesn't it make the times that he does like because it's like these are the like the nooks and crannies of make of what makes you love a person and love moments with them it's like the moments where they surprise you or you know they do the thing where you know they're you know they're not comfortable doing it and it's like you know they're not comfortable doing it, and he is doing it once in a while. You know, like I'm not saying she just just give up, but I'm saying like she she kind of says like if he's writing a nice card, he did do this, he did do that. Like 
you're just not going to get as many as maybe as you want. But, you know, you say you feel loved. Like, I kind of like, you know, say something sweet might get you to those moments a little bit quicker, you know? (laughs) Yeah, because then it becomes like sort of something that they're thinking in the back of their head and eventually they might do it on their own. But, yeah, they're never going to be like totally to the other side of the spectrum, but you could bring them somewhere in the middle. She also compares them to her dad, which isn't really fair. Like, I, I, I like like she's like, my dad was super affectionate. It's like. Yeah, well, that's your dad. Like, I I think, like, and I think also, I don't know if they have kids or not, but, like, she says that that she's only noticing this now in a marriage of three years. Like, I'm not saying have kids to fix the relationship, but, like, you're kind of seeing, you know, it's a little bit of Groundhog's Day when when you're in a relationship with, you know, I would imagine, you know, when you say, like, well, my dad was this way. Yeah, because your dad had kids and could show it in, like, way different ways than you never would have seen before. Maybe you two get a dog and you see how he treats the dog. And, you know, maybe you know, maybe it's time for, like, something – I'm not saying – and I this might be the worst advice in the world, but, like, some of it's monotony of everyday life where you're just sitting with the same person, especially after a pandemic where you're like, and he doesn't say I love you enough. And it's like, yeah, but he wrote you the card that was, like, really good, you said. You know, like, I – Right. And I think that the important thing to remember with these things is like if you take the if you take it not personally, it's in either direction. It's not mm. like it's not really about because a lot of the times these love languages make you feel like they're like about your worth. You know, if he doesn't think mm. I'm pretty because he's not saying that constantly or doesn't think I'm great because he's not telling me how great I am constantly. It's like the person who tells you you're great is telling every single other person that they've ever been with they're great. It's not really about you. It's just how they express themselves. Yeah. It's not good for you, good about you or bad about you. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that's why it's like that's kind of back to the point of like it's you know, getting that compliment is like, "Whoa, shit. This guy <laughs> meant it." You know what I mean? Like it's I, I don't know. I, I just um, it can feel better when they don't. It's not their natural inclination. That's what I'm saying. If you ask for it and you get it, it's almost better than if you don't ask for it. Because if you ask for if I if someone asks me to do something, I'm only doing it if I care about them. Yeah. I don't care about them. I'm not doing it. So it almost means more to me to clean something up when someone asks me to do it than if I just am the kind of person who cleans everything compulsively. For example, well that that was a big part of this email that we almost forgot is like she references like you talk about like cleaning compulsively versus not like mm-hmm. she does reference. Um, um, I do. Uh, he likes sir acts of services. She's so stuck on the love languages thing <laughs> right. that like she goes, well, I do acts of service. Where's the part where. Um, OK, but I do feel that I want some affirmations. I'm extremely verbal and effusive, but make efforts to show him I love him because and not tell him because that's more his speed. I don't think he's thinking of it that way. Right. Like, I, like I don't. If you, this is the problem with love languages, if you're both not thinking in it, then you don't rate them the, as high as another. That's you say totally you clean, true. You clean and put away laundry. Take some of his clothes to the dry cleaner. Make a favorite meal. An assistant could do that to him. Like, you know, like I don't know if that speaks to him in the way that I love you and you look amazing today speaks to you. Like, I don't think those are even things as far as like if we're keeping score here. Do you know what I mean? I get, yeah, I guess. I mean, it's more like, how do you show someone that you appreciate them? I guess, and that's more of like an appreciation thing. It's like, I do things for you because I, you know, sure. But but, I, think- but if he doesn't see it, that if he's just like, that's the way our relationship works, and right. it's not like, you know, to him, it's not the same as saying I love you. Like, like, right. well, I guess, well, maybe it could be or it could not be. I think that the idea about behind the love languages is like, how do you, how does someone show you that they like, how does 
how do you feel most cared for? Like, what does someone have to do to make you feel good and special and like loved in that way? And maybe for him, he's probably not like, I agree. He's probably not like, well, when someone picks up my dry cleaning, it really shows me that they love me. Yeah, um, no, his love language is a blowjob. Um, <laughs> I, I, I'm telling you, you're saying I know it exactly for him. Yeah. 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 I know exactly it, what it is. It's funny that you say that because my sister, um, who is a therapist, I remember talking to her about that, like, love language thing probably in relation to some fight I got into with Mike and she kind of sort of said what you're saying in that like your love language is really kind of it becomes whatever thing you're getting the least so she's interesting <laughs> so <laughs> she's kind, interesting. kind of like in that moment where she's like you know when she first started her dating her husband who's like a musician and he would like write her songs and do all that stuff and it was great and she's like and now we have three kids and like what I really like is just like to be able to take a nap so like for him to watch the kids so I could take a nap and like that's my love language now but that wasn't that like sure. bag. it's it's kind of like what do you need like what are your needs in the moment I think they're like you said the love languages get co-opted to be like an entire personality trait but sometimes yeah. it could just be like you know if I'm having a very chill week and I'm on vacation yeah it's nice to get a gift but if I'm like stressed out it's nice to have someone take something off your plate absolutely and and I I do love this emailer because I think they like gave the whole picture here but like mm -hmm. you know like you click to one you maybe they hear from you know the thing you're getting the least and it clicks for them they go oh okay i feel better about that now you know what i mean like right. it's it's all kind of how you look at things what glasses you're looking through like are they rose colored or are they like oh i get nothing in this yeah. relationship and i think it's okay to be like vulnerable when you ask for those things and you could say like you know, like I'm not, you know, I, well, I want to feel like you think I'm attractive. And say like, something that's sweet why, is, yeah. is vulnerable. Like that you're literally saying I need, right. I, I need, need some, verbal I need some juice. I need, yeah, I need, uh, you got to charge. I need a charge. Right. I'm, I'm, it's, I'm, I mean, yeah, it doesn't, I, it's, you know what I mean? Sometimes I think when I first started doing it, I was like, I feel like very insecure saying this because it's basically <laughs> saying like, I need you to like verbally, I need external validation that, sure. that you think I'm great. But then at the end of the day, it's like, better to do that and get what I want than to be quiet and just like pissed off that I'm, that I'm not. And, and listen, if, if a marriage ends because you said, say something sweet, then it was going to end anyways. Like, like yeah. that wasn't that the, I've had it with saying sweet things to you. It's <laughs> over. Like you'd want to be out of that. Relationship. Years. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I think we solved dating again, Jordana, didn't we? We did it once again. Look at us. Look at us. Uh, we're here every Wednesday and Sunday. Keep spreading the word. Keep telling your friends. This is the time of year, um, especially, you know, we're moving out of a pandemic. We're, uh, we're living in the land of positivity. Take your brain. Put it on the shelf for whatever amount of time. If you're enjoying it, someone you know will. And also married people will, as we read from a married woman here today. Exactly. So. Your problems aren't over once you get married. <laughs> I'll tell you first day I know. And we are we in the <laughs> land of positivity again. There we go. <laughs> we'll see you on Wednesday. Bye. You Up is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Maddie Paul. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at You Up Pod on Instagram and Twitter. And send us your emails to youup at betches.com. 
Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back, bringing us another scandalous and sexy season. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. In season three, longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy odds and expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Betches.